Okay. Uh, well, can I share how I know you? You can absolutely do that. Okay. The, the, so not the X-rated I... parts. <laughs> so, uh, welcome back to Chapel Chats. Really excited to have here today, Kathleen O'Grady. Kathleen is the CEO of Raleigh Coaching Academy. And Kathleen, thank you for uh, for making time uh, and and uh, joining us virtually. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm honored to be here. I think it's probably for the best that we're not in your backyard because the wind's been pretty brisk today. It's been, it's been whipping up pretty good. Uh, and, and, and when, you know, conditions improve and we're able to get back out there, we'll, we'll do it because it's kind of a, a nice setting just to be kind of in the, in the yard and, and, uh, and hanging out. But, uh, but again, we're going to have a good conversation today as, as, as much as we can virtually. I'll give you a virtual, give you a virtual hug. Aww. <laughs> so tell us, tell us a little bit about, about Raleigh coaching, about you, uh, and uh, give, us, give us your spiel. So Johnny knows me because I am an authentic leadership coach uh, as part of my firm. I also created a coaching model uh, based on authentic leadership that I teach and train coaches from around the world on, right on Hargett Street in downtown Raleigh. And uh, Johnny, you and I did some executive coaching in the end of 2018, I believe. I think that's right, about a year and a half ago, yeah. Yeah, so most of my work centers around, ironically, helping leaders become more authentic, which means leading more from the heart, being more compassionate, adapting to the unknown, taking greater risks, being more inventive and transparent and vulnerable. Uh, And when I've had to substantiate why that's important, there was always the discussion of like, well, you just don't know what's going to happen and you have to be prepared. And so here we are with COVID-19 and all of the aspects of authentic leadership that have always been critical are even more crucial right now. So I'm, I'm very intrigued by witnessing what's going on right now in the world. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a totally different time right there there is no there is no way to describe it as a it's not even a new normal right it's just it's just a a, a different time out there what and and you uh, and not to pry into your client base but you have uh, leaders and clients i would imagine from all walks of life from small business mm-hmm. owners to maybe organizational executives um to you have it uh i would imagine they're they're reaching back out to you or you're probably reaching out to them maybe in different ways frequently during this time uh what are you hearing about uh, uh, folks that you have a relationship with uh, about how they're trying to navigate uh, this time and then, and then maybe some of the most common things that you're hearing from, from your sphere. Yeah, well, um, I'll start with the, the larger companies. They're, the, the industry that they're in is tech, so they're actually not hit quite as hard. However, I, do, I did have a client that I worked with for the entirety of 2019 and we ended our contract at the end of the last year and that was a restaurant client so even though we're no longer mm. working together uh, we're still we're still pretty much in daily contact because everything that they learned over last year they're applying daily to what's happening and keeping their business alive and keeping their brand going but in terms of the the larger executive type clients that I'm working with I've seen it having a humbling effect on some of the more, if you will, kind of 
get her done type leader. Right. <laughs> uh, see, it's it's been endure, uh, endearing, I should say, to see powerful executives holding court in their children's bedrooms because they have no other place to be in their home. And so what I find very uh, fascinating is that for the longest time, there's been this myth that, you know, business and personal are separate and it's mm-hmm. all about, you know, creating balance, work-life balance. But that was always a myth. It was more yeah. about work-life integration. And now more than ever, the ability to compartmentalize between our personal identity story and our professional identity story and our family identity story is just disappearing one day after the next. And we don't know when this is going to uh, end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a really a tearing down of some of those, those boundaries that, that we have been told you know, to, to, to have in place, uh, I think. But I, I like that point because a lot of leaders, uh, it, me included as a leader of a small business, we like to be in control, right? We don't like it when things are beyond our control. And this is something that you made the comment about vulnerability. Um, this, is, this is something that we all have to learn to be a little bit vulnerable um, during these times because we've got to just accept that whether you're selling real estate or you're a restaurant owner or you own a salon, uh, there, uh, this is beyond uh, most of what any of us can control. Yeah, I, I would say it's a, a crash course, master course in gratitude, improvisation, and the art of allowing. Because mm-hmm. when, we, when we have to control everything, even when things are more relatively controllable, I, what I find is that a lot of leaders shoot themselves in the foot by being too striving about what it is that they're aiming towards. And so the beauty of, of what we're experiencing now is that it's more about how present we are versus how busy we are. And so yeah. another thing companies are recognizing and luckily communicating to their organizations, the ones who still can operate, they're saying, look, we understand you're not going to be at full capacity. We understand that this is not something that you can manage long term without getting burnt out. So encouraging people to take breaks, to take scheduled vacations and and things like that, because it, it really does take its toll in terms of the grieving process Mm -hmm. of the previous normal, the grieving process of being able to plan and Mm -hmm. execute and control and stay on schedule. Uh, Lots of people had to cancel weddings. Two of my close friends and colleagues were of them, graduates from college, high school, even funerals. I know somebody who couldn't attend a parent's funeral, uh, I, I can't hang out with my parents for dinner. They live right in Chapel Hill. Uh, I drop off groceries to them occasionally and just wave from the driveway. And let's just hope this doesn't go on too far. But I'll mention one other thing that's kind of surreal right now since you're in the real estate business, Johnny. Uh, I mentioned to you the other day that I'm actually in the process of selling my townhouse and buying a newly constructed home. Everything is closed. I'm not supposed to go out, but at the same time, I'm supposed to vacate my house for people 
to come in and, and make repairs and, and do all these different things, which I'm grateful that contractors and different essential service providers are still operating and, and showing up to their job. But it's also, uh, I'm putting everything in a, I'm staging my house and then I'm trying to work from home. (laughs) And you're going to have strangers walking through your home pretty soon. Right. So it, it's kind of, I was joking with somebody the other day. I said, I, I feel like I'm in an episode of the Twilight Zone in the Bermuda Triangle and like the X-Files yeah. all at the same time. But you're a, you're a really good, uh, and not that we won't harp too long on real estate, but there's been a, a lot of debate in different areas of the country whether real estate, the real estate transaction is considered an essential business. Uh, mm-hmm. But from your perspective, it's a, it's a really good example. I think You've, you are buying a house, buying a new house, um, you have a timeline that that has to take place in. Um, yeah. The builder is likely not going to say, oh, yeah, Kathleen, take as long as you need. This house will be waiting for you on the other end of, of this. Uh, and so you have to get your house sold to be able to make that next step that you had preplanned before COVID was even even before a thought, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, 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 again, it, it's, it's a, a tightrope that we have to walk because we don't want to be tone deaf and we, we want to be um, – uh, acknowledging the times that we're in and as safe as we can. But some people um, are in the middle of their lives and, and they cannot uh, financially or for other reasons completely just hit the pause or the stop button. Yeah, and it just makes me more and more grateful for every last person who's still showing up and and, yeah. and being, let's face it, uh, brave to risk exposure. What are, it, it is a, is it, I was on a, a job site earlier than this because a lot of our businesses is, is new construction homes, right? So they're like, mm-hmm. you're buying a new house. It's, it's ha- and and I, I just observed at least, uh, let's say, seven or eight contractor trucks were on the site when I was there. And these are guys that they drove up in pairs or three or four people together, or, and nobody's wearing a mask, and nobody, uh, and, and, and they're working uh, like they would two months ago. Uh, and it's part of me was like, Whoa, do they even realize what they're doing? Uh, but then part of me was like, they, they have to do this. Uh, they're, they have to rely on the, the daily or weekly paycheck that they're getting. Uh, and, and they're having to make a really difficult choice right now on, do I stay home? My kids at home, do I stay home with them or do I show up for work? Because if I don't, uh, you know, there may not be a, 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 a government resource that allows me to to keep the lights on and, and food in the fridge. Yeah, and, and to your question earlier about what are some of the main topics that I'm coaching people around right now, a lot of it has segued away from business to mm-hmm. more personal topics, like having to, to decide between respecting your, um, your ex who you're co-parenting with when uh, they have a different version of what, uh, protecting the family looks like, mm-hmm. right? So one one person in particular has a elderly parent living at home hmm. and and their their ex doesn't necessarily want to practice the same level of stringency when the of you know protection when yeah, the yeah. kids are at at their home and then they're having to go back into the other home with the elderly That's a person. Tough one. Yeah. And then another client of mine um she her spouse 
had uh, her mother had a stroke and they had to take her into the hospital and the the spouse is high risk like on many mental many levels and so then the spouse had to choose between being in the hospital with their mother and potentially bringing back covid to their partner i mean the 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 list of so many stories scenarios like that. is endless yeah what uh, and, and and again we're everybody's trying to i think and that's a really good example though I, I'm, I, different people in your family um, uh, treating this different ways, right? Uh, and, and, and you having to coexist and not wanting to start a fight uh, because right now is a time where a lot of people are on edge just generally anyway, but, but you hope that everybody's taking this as seriously as, as they can. Um, talk about a little bit, your, your, your motto, if you will, is authenticity is contagious. Um, talk about you coached me obviously about how to be an authentic person, an authentic leader. Talk about the, the, the term authenticity and how, how maybe it even applies a little bit more uh, today. Oh, thank you. Sure. Well, I think it's a word that has continued to gain popularity over the years. Um, I like to think that I was on the early edge of that. You were the first person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I created the tagline for Raleigh Coaching, uh, which is Authenticity is Contagious, back in 2008. And since then, it's become a movement and its own brand. So right. we, when I interviewed you yesterday for the podcast, it's the Authenticity is Contagious podcast, and there'll be a book. But what I define as authenticity is the ability to choose who you want to be from one minute to the next versus what I think a lot of people consider to be like finding your true self mm-hmm. or, un, you know, unpeeling back the layers and, and finding that holy grail of like, oh, this is me. And while that might be a one way to look at it, I prefer to look at it as, yeah, there are things that come naturally to us. There are, there's ways in which our personality feels more comfortable but ultimately, I think authenticity is about choosing who we are and choosing our identity story. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when I grew up in New York, my identity was very much forged by my surroundings. And so uh, being impatient was seen to be commonplace as a New Yorker. Or uh, when I moved to, to North Carolina, being flexible and patient. Yeah. yeah, like, and, and so I had to, I had to shift my identity to, to the degree where I was like, I don't, I, I, the reason I left the Northeast, and there's nothing against the Northeast, but the reason I left was. No one in the Northeast I, watches this show, so it's okay. <laughs> be careful, you can, you they can, must be a lot of your customers. There, there's going to be a mass exodus from <laughs> the tri-state area after COVID, I promise you. Because they, they mean. Not to joke, but there's a certain energy that we all have. And when we're not operating in that right energy, then we don't feel normal. We don't feel safe. And so believe it or not, when I moved to Raleigh, I was like, oh, like, yeah, it's hot and I hate the heat, but like, this is totally my place. Like, this is my center of gravity. And so I had to choose to let go of identifying myself as impatient. And so in doing so, I had to practice 
and I still do, how to be patient. So when I'm driving, especially, which I'm doing less and less of these days, that's still my biggest trigger. Uh, but yeah, authenticity is- Gotta lay off the horn, it. Kathleen. This is North Carolina, it's not New York. <sighs> but then how will they know they made a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> it's educational. <laughs> I think no, I think it just a, a complete side story, but I read an, uh, an article this morning that said our highways in North Carolina right now are 80% less congested or busy than they normally are. And that's mostly in the Raleigh and Charlotte areas where, you know, big, big, big cities, uh, but 80% less congested is, is crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. You have uh, a lot of opportunity to, uh, to get pissed off at people. But the, but the irony is, and I'm not making this up, I'm telling the truth, I've had more road rage incidents in the last two weeks than I have in the entire year because the people that are on the road are crazed because I think that they're so freaked out about having cabin fever. Or that another story I make up is that they, they were fighting with a spouse or someone in their household, and they're like, I'm just gonna go out for a drive, and then they take all they take out their frustration on everyone. Oh, totally else. no, I, I completely agree. I had an example yesterday. I'm I'm walking my dog, and one of our neighbors is outside, and our neighbor has a dog named Rebel, and my dog Vino likes to go and see Rebel on our walks, and they kind of you know sniff each other, and then they they do their thing, and then they're done. But it's like it's become like a daily routine. Yesterday, I walk over to Rebel's house, uh, and you, you can't really see the house, but the dog will always come right up to the road. There's like an invisible fence, and he won't, won't go any further. Uh, and I noticed that Rebel wasn't, uh, wasn't there like he normally is. Then all of a sudden, I hear this, this man's voice off in the distance saying, Rebel, you beep, 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 dog. And I, you're so stupid. You did. And, 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 and then I hear his, I presume, wife uh, kind of also like, don't you talk about Rebel that? And, and, and it was like a back end. and then he gets in the car and zooms out of the, the driveway and boom, like down the, the, the and, and your mind kind of goes to, yeah, that had to be something uh, working from home related or, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've met the guy before, completely nice guy. We would have to schedule a whole new episode for me to talk about the arguments that I've had with my husband since this all began. Oh, just give um, us one little taste and then we'll, we'll have you on later. I left a package of English muffins on the counter, like completely neatly tied up sure. because I, I had like 15 minutes in between calls to make myself something to, you know, absorb the acid in my stomach and stay alive. <laughs> and, and he came home and he was like, wow, you know, here we go again. You can't, just can't put things away. And I was like, this is not about the English muffin. And he's like, stop coaching me. Ooh. That's yeah. That's it, awesome. It, it is. It is forcing a, a lot of us, uh, even those of us who are in who 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 know how to have that conversation, right, Kathleen, mm -hmm. um, into into dealing with that in different ways. That that that's yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. We're we're kind of lucky that we are in a in a warm environment where it's been mm -hmm. tolerable here lately to get out. I mean, the people number of people walking dogs, pushing babies, and running down the road as oh. as 
by a hundred times better yeah. than yeah. it used to be. And so can you imagine being in a place where it's still, it's winter is still kind of hanging mm -hmm. on and you're, and you can't get out of the house and you're stuck or you're stuck in a, uh, a 600 square foot apartment, uh, with two or three other people. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could be worse. Kathleen, give me, uh, you can be as serious or as not serious as you like, but, but, uh, give, give us for, especially for maybe business owners, people in leadership positions, give us two or three things that, that maybe you did not do before, um, or, uh, or didn't have time to do before that you can now really do as a leader today that that's going to help you, your team get through this and, and be better off for it. Um, other than drinking. <laughs> yeah. Already got that one covered. Yeah, I'm already a pro at that. <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the ABC store is considered essential by our government. Thank so God. If they close that down, whoa. Oh, yeah. Yikes. We're going to be, yeah, yeah. I want to know where all that tax money is going. Anyway, so what I have done since this all went down is I've shifted what had predominantly been an in-person uh, coaching certification mm -hmm. training into, and I say transition because I'm currently in the process of it, uh, transitioning it into a virtual mm -hmm. platform. And what's, what's interesting about that is because people had been begging me and urging me for the last seven years since I created RCA to develop a, a virtual version of the curricula curriculum, mm -hmm. but I had such an attachment to just liking the way it goes face-to-face -face better. Yeah. But now, as a result of that, uh, I think there's a, there's a silver lining to just about everything, and so I believe that the silver lining is I am going to be able to branch out and reach more people with my teachings and as a result obviously that the added bonus is that would likely add significantly to my revenue and so instead of only providing this coaching certification to people who can fly or drive to raleigh now i'm going to be opening it up to the whole world because it's a globally accredited program so Look out! That's, that's awesome. No, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Coming to a time zone near you, uh, kind of. That, 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 but that's that's it was really because I mean, I, you know, I would. It, it would seem that that going virtual or pivoting to go virtual would be super easy for your for your business, but you are a a a not a I wouldn't I wouldn't I'm not trying to say touchy feely in a bad way, but you I, you know you like to give people hugs, you like to be in a at a at a at a you can you know read people a little bit better sometimes in person or, or when you're in a close and and that's you get used to the way that you do things I guess and 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 this is maybe including us has forced a lot of people to think about doing things differently. Well I'll just I'll just out myself because <laughs> I'm supposed to be transparent, right? Yeah, that'd be great. It was totally about control, Johnny. Mm. I, I wanted it to be in person because in person I had more control <sighs> over the, the scenario. Because as we know, technology is not foolproof. But when somebody is physically in your space and they get triggered and the only way that they can escape that emotional trigger, because it is an emotionally transformative content... Mm. Um, I was just concerned that people would be like, oh, my internet cut out. I'm just so sorry about that. And it's like, yeah, right. Like, can I get my money back? Yeah. I didn't hear the last half of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 
that that was a bit of a control thing for me so i'm getting over it uh something else is let's see i'm relying more heavily on my staff than i would have previously out of necessity yeah. so again letting go of control i too am a work in progress mm-hmm. and then i would say branching out into ways of approaching my schedule hmm. because I've, I've always kind of mostly worked from home or my downtown office. And I've, I've been used to being in the same space for long periods of time and things of that nature. But now I'm going to put even more, careful intention into how I craft my new home and my new home office. Uh, yeah, be because... careful. All these virtual things can wear you the heck out real quick, right? I mean, I, mean, you, you, I caught myself the other day, and, and you're, you're, pretty, you're probably much better than I am at, at blocking and setting, and yeah. setting boundaries on your day, but um, Ian will text me at 11 o'clock at night, and I'll text him right back. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> But 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 sorry, man. Be careful because <laughs> this is like you said. It, it it will wear you out. It's a yeah. different type of uh, of exhaustion. But going through three or four of these Zoom meetings or Google Hangouts or whatever it is uh, in a day, it's it it takes a lot in a different way, right? It's a different type of of uh, of uh, stress and 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 effort that you have to flip on and then hope that you can flip off. Well, it goes back to inertia. So objects at rest tend to stay at rest and objects in motion tend to stay in motion. And physiologically speaking, and I'm not a doctor, I'm just married to one, but when we're, when we're stationary for long periods of time, it, it affects our metabolism, it affects our mood, it affects our level of energy. And so even when we're together at, at the Raleigh Coaching Academy classroom, we're getting up, we're walking around, we're taking yep. lots of breaks. Yeah. We leave and we go, you know, to the Morgan Street Food Hall for lunch, you know, like shout out to all the restaurants. I can't wait to see you again. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I, it's, it's, and you're not getting as much vitamin D. You're not getting to walk down a hallway or get in your car and drive somewhere. It's all just like still and yeah. stagnating. And that's, I'm no expert by any means, but that is the only advice that I find myself consistently giving to myself and to people I know uh, and work with and, and care about on a daily basis. Get outside. Yeah. Go and just, just yeah. walk, sit in the sun, mm-hmm. find a park, go for a run, do whatever you can, uh, because it means that is a little bit more precious now, I think, than it was when we were in our, 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 our daily grind before all this started. Yeah, and I think if if I would just add to that a little bit, um, is that what this virus is reminding us of is the fact that we are not something that relies on nature. We are of nature. Hmm. And so it's forcing us to get back to our very nature, which is our connection to ourselves and our surroundings. And, And if that means forcing us to not be able to run ourselves ragged and be still. That's how I think the, the mother nature or the universe or whatever you want to call it is like, all right, people, I've given you, 
I don't know how many natural disasters, hurricanes, <laughs> right. volcanoes. Like you're just not getting the picture. Didn't mean to do this, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. We have COVID nineteen, and it's jumping species like nobody's business. So you know, I'm not a scientist, but there's there's so much metaphor to what's happening around the world right now, and it, I think it just means we need to slow down sit down, appreciate the nature of what we have and take care of it, you know, as best we can. A hundred percent. And let's hope that that's one thing that, that one good thing that is, that, that comes out of this, right? That we, that we, we don't just say, oh, remember when we used to take walks during COVID-19 and remember when right, we yeah. used to cook at home more as a family during COVID-19. Let's hope that some of those things kind of, uh, kind of stick with us on, on the other side. Um, Kathleen, how can people find out more about you and Raleigh Coaching? Well, they can find me at my website, which is simply What's Raleigh. your physical home address? I want people to come knock on your door. <laughs> yeah. So my website is raleighcoaching.com. And for those of you who are tuning in from other parts of the world, Raleigh is spelled R-A-L-E-I-G-H. Yes. Kathleen okay. O'Grady, thank you for, uh, for your time. Thank you for your perspective. A lot of really fun, but also valuable, uh, valuable knowledge to, to have with us during this crazy, crazy time. So it was enjoy your day. A lot of fun. thanks for watching uh, this edition of Chapel Chats. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. So thanks again for watching this episode of Chapel Chats. Please don't forget to uh, hit us up if you have an idea, if you'd like to be a guest. What else? Comment, share. Comment, share. Like, comment, like, share, comment subscribe. share, subscribe on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace. Are we on MySpace? This is going to take off. Tom still wants to be your friend. MySpace and Craigslist is going from there. Let's try that. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs>